0: Monica Matthew. Monica Matthew Show. Welcome back to the Monica Matthew Show. Happy Wednesday to you. Good morning, good morning, good morning, America, and beyond. April fifth, two thousand and twenty three. Welcome back to life, love and Liberty. Coming to you in the morning to start your morning off, well, to start your morning off with some hope and some order. <laughs> order is so important within the kingdom of heaven. I know you've got a lot on your mind. We saw, A former president of the United States of America making history yesterday, attending his own arraignment in New York City, something that is unprecedented. These are biblical times we're living in, so biblical times are going to call for biblical measures. Amen. Welcome back. I want to talk about order. I want to talk about biblical times and really healing our land from each of us. Uh, This is going to be very brief, so pay attention closely. Many of you are fasting this Easter season. My Easter season uh, is now also. uh, I celebrate according to the Julian calendar, uh, along with my Orthodox brothers and sisters and um, across the globe. And so you guys who are celebrating, quote, Easter, I don't celebrate Easter. I celebrate the resurrection. And that's not because I'm holier than you. It's because that's just accurate. If you understand that as Christians, we have stolen from every pagan holiday, like we're the worst plagiarizers on the planet. It's as if we don't have enough of our own beautiful feasts and 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 uh, reasons and commemoration periods, you know, of of our Father's faithfulness, right, and of all of His promises coming to pass and His fellowship and relationship with us. And so, I want to talk about fellowship and relationship because that is the beginning of order. Many of us are attempting to bypass the horizontal relationship with others and going straight to the Father as if that is the end-all be-all of our Christian faith. And I'm just here to tell you by executive order of the word of our Heavenly Father, that is an incomplete salvation path. Now, your salvation is completed when you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Yahusha the Christ is your Lord and Savior and died for your sins, and you receive him as such. He died and was, in fact, resurrected, crucified, died, was resurrected on the third day. That is your confession, profession of faith, and that is beautiful. That is amazing, and you are hereby sealed by the Spirit of our Father, reborn again of the Spirit, not of water, not to be confused with water baptism, and you are on your way to walking out. Welcome to the race, baby. It is called a race that we behold and, and we set those things ahead of us that we have not yet attained our crown of glory, you know, when we pass on into glory, but every single thing that we say, we think, we feel, we do on this side of eternity absolutely matters in the heart and the mind of our Father. And in no better place where your salvation be worked out. Paul says, work out your salvation daily with fear and trembling. In no, in no more frustrating um, thought bubbles of everything you can think of over your head, um, you know, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, question mark, question mark, question mark. And in no greater way will your salvation and your faith be exercised and sanctified and consecrated than it will in fellowship with others. If you are not in fellowship with others, particularly those who you deem to be your enemies, you are not fulfilling what I'm about to read to you right now, which is in Isaiah 58. Many of you are fasting. Again, this is Easter season. Many of you are fasting prior to uh, to the Resurrection Day. Uh, Resurrection Day, according to the Julian calendar, is the 16th and not uh, this Sunday. So, you know what? We're all commemorating. That's beautiful. But our heart's posture and our mind's posture toward resurrection and salvation is very important. Um, and that involves other people and how we treat other people. And how we attempt to make peace with other people is very important. Right. And so Isaiah 58 is talking about right and wrong fasting. He says, cry aloud, spare not, lift up thy voice like a trumpet and show my people their transgressions and the house of Jacob their sins. That yet they seek me daily and delight to know my ways as a nation that did righteousness and forsook not the ordinance of their God. They ask me, they ask of me the ordinances of justice and they take delight in approaching to God. Wherefore have we fasted, say they, and you don't even see it. Wherefore have we afflicted our soul, and you don't even take knowledge of it. Behold, in the day of your fast you find pleasure and exact all your labors. In other words, you're defiling your, the day of rest. Verse 4, Behold, ye fast for strife and debate, and to smite with the fist of wickedness. You shall not fast as you do this day to make your voice to be heard on high. In other words, don't come to me asking for your prayers to be heard. When you're in constant strife and debate and and striking of the fist, that means whether you guys are physically fighting or not, but most people are just punching at the wind. Amen. Verse five, it is such a fast that is this such a fast that I have chosen a day for a man to afflict his soul. Is it to bow down his head as a bull rush and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Wilt thou call this a fast and an acceptable day unto the Lord? In other words, you know, these folks are and many of us walking around with ashes on our heads and you know, we nobody's wearing makeup, you haven't eaten, everybody can tell you're hungry. You're just hangry, right? And you're bitter and you got a lot going on, but you but their outward expression is one of contrition. It's one of humility, right? Yeah. So verse six is not this the fast that I've chosen to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy Burdens. Do you know how heavy it is for the people that you're in strife with? Do you understand the burdens that you place on the yokes of their necks when you don't seek peace with them? And for some of us, it's easy to defend. It's easy to defend that. But we are, as Christians, we are left without a defense for holding any type of unforgiveness. And even if it's with your mouth, it's on memes, it's online, you post it 25,000 times a day. If you have not picked up the phone and attempted with a breathing live human being or shown up somewhere to make peace with that person, none of your peacemaking by yourself and with Father matters. we're going to get into the order of how you do that. We're still on verse 6. And to let the oppressed go free and to break every yoke. I mean, now we could get into government and the different yokes that, you know, our government places on people in the name of freedom, but it's really oppression. Verse 7, is it not to deal thy bread to the hungry and that you would bring the poor that are cast out to your house? When you see the naked, that you cover him? And that you hide not yourself from your own flesh. Some of you are hiding from your families. Some of you won't even talk to your kids. You guys are super pumped about resurrection season. <laughs> you, won't, you won't address people who are attempting to make peace with you. Because you're just going to hold your ground. Right? But you're fasting. Praise the Lord. Okay, verse 8. Then shall thy... Okay, hold on. Then shall thy light break forth as the morning, and thine health shall spring forth speedily, and thy righteousness shall go before thee; the glory of the Lord shall be thy rear re reward, in other words, he's going behind you right. He's got you. He's got you covered. He's got you protected. Your health is going to bring forth. Your countenance is going to shine forth. Your health is as well, like speedily, right? Your righteousness shall go before you, and the glory of the Lord shall be thy reward. So the glory of the Lord is going to go, your glory, your glory is what it says. The glory of the Lord, the glory of the Lord, right, shall go before you. He glories in us. We glory in him. He did it with Abraham. Relax. Okay. Verse nine. Then shalt thou call. Then shalt thou call. And the Lord shall answer. You shall cry and he shall say, here I am. If you take away from the midst of thee the yoke, the putting forth of the finger and speaking vanity. And if you draw out your soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul, then shall thy light rise in obscurity and thy darkness be as the noonday. And the Lord shall guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul in drought and make fat thy bones, which is your immune system. And you shall be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters fail not. Amen. Thank you, Father, for Thirst Ministries. Amen. And they that that shall be of thee shall build the old waste places. Thou shalt raise up the foundations of many generations and shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of the paths to dwell in. If you turn away your foot from the Sabbath from doing the pleasure of my holy day and call a Sabbath delight, the holy of the Lord, honorable and shall honor him, not doing your own ways, nor finding your own pleasure, not speaking your own words, then shall thou delight thyself in the Lord. And I will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth and feed thee with the heritage of Jacob, thy father for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. All of this is about relationship. It's about relationship with our Father, with ourself, and with others. And when you are holding contention against others, or you're holding your holiness over someone else's head, or you're holding your victimhood over someone else's head, and I don't care who that person is, and particularly within the body, and you are not pursuing peace, and I mean peace, I'm not talking about text messages and emails. I'm talking that we are adults. We pick up the phone. We care enough about the soul of another person. We're no longer in fear of the other person. If you are afraid of that person, you are in error, and we are not to fear man, period. We are not to hold man in idolatry. What is the worst possible thing that person can do to you? Eat you, turn you into a frog, hang the phone up, tell you to bug off? Refuse your olive branch? Is that the worst thing they could do? Okay. Well, you've done your part. You've extended your peace. If it is not accepted, the word is very clear about how to handle disputes within the body. You go to the person. That doesn't work, you take someone else. That doesn't work, you take the body. That doesn't work, that person's gone. That's how that works. You mark that person as someone who is about division and they're gone. So I want to encourage you this Easter season while all of you are starving and many of you are very hangry right now and you think you're doing the right thing, but you're holding grudges against other people or worse almost against yourself. He got on that cross, and Marjorie Taylor Greene, for the love of all things holy, he was not murdered. Enough with that already. He got on that cross himself. He said, I will do it, Father, not my will, but yours be done. He asked three times for the cup to pass. He did not want the cup. He sweat as drops of blood. He was stressed out. For those of you who keep telling people, well, if you don't have peace about it, the Lord's not in it. That is a bunch of bullwash that is not even true. Do you think Christ had peace on his knees in the garden by himself whenever everyone fell asleep on him? No, he didn't. And many of you are living in your own gardens of Gethsemane Gethsemane, right now. And you're alone. And your friends have fallen asleep on you. Your family's fallen asleep on you. You feel like you're about to be crucified. Maybe you are being crucified by those you love, by those you don't, by the powers that be. Who knows? I I don't know. I, I do read your DMs and emails. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. The country is being placed upon, you know, it feels like we're being tread asunder by our enemies. And there is a lot of that going on right now. We are in a spiritual, biblical, biblical proportion of battle right now. So as the body it is incumbent upon us to cast off religion. Cast off religion. To visit the widow, to defend and plead the cause of the orphan, and to, defi- to visit the widow in her distress, and the orphan, right? And to keep oneself unspotted from the world. That is pure religion, undefiled but all of this cloaking ourselves and our memes and and you know we're just hanging out with Father um and and you're not pursuing peace, and I mean reconciliation with another person's soul that you know for a fact you have offended or they've offended you, and you're having a hard time moving past that. Or you just have said, you know what, I'm just gonna put on the cloak of religion and and, and go for it, right? And Father will talk to me. Well, what did I just read to you? You want to know why you're not hearing from him? If you're not hearing from Father and you need instruction, the very first place to look is in your own mirror. Father, search me. If there be any wicked way in me, please expose it. Search my reins. Search my heart. Create in me a clean heart. Those are all scriptural prescriptions for how to approach our father whenever it comes to reconciliation with him, with ourselves, and with others. Now, on that note, I want to encourage you. We are signing people up for our next phase of restoredcoaching.org. We are coming up on our fourth week of an eight-week class series on restoredcoaching.org. And you can use my code for 30% off, Thirst, T-H-I-R-S-T, for 30% off. I'm a part of that. Uh, My ministry partner also, Mitch Griffin, is a part of that. We would love to have you. People's lives are being changed, people's um, understanding of who they are and whose they are and what they bring to life, what they bring to the table. People's purposes are being uncovered. Under mounds of dirt, you know, mounds of just experience in life that the enemies tried to crush people and all this striving and religion and anger and bitterness and all the offenses that people carry around with them, all that stuff is being dispersed. It is being overcome by the power of the blood and by the word uh, of our testimony and Father's Word for our lives, it is absolutely beautiful. We are seeing pe- cancers literally leave people's bot uh, a person's body within our group. We are seeing marriages restored. We're seeing family. We're talking children who have uh, gone. Down the transgender path, we are seeing uh, people repent and come back into the fold of truth and sanity and within their family. And this is not conversion therapy, so don't even be nuts. I don't even know what that is, but that's not what we're doing. So restoredcoaching.org, we're seeing people who have gone through hella uh, divorces recently who um, were on the verge of suicide, who have now been reclaimed for our kingdom, and their lives are being restored with every coaching session, I'm just telling you, it is a game changer. It is a lifesaver. And you don't do it alone. You can, but we are. You can email me at Monica at com. We are taking uh, new folks, and we meet once a week via WebEx. We are currently meeting on Monday mornings, but uh, we're about to start a new group, and we can meet any day of the week that works for the rest of you. Um, it's beautiful. I'm, I'm very I'm blessed, and I'm humbled, and I'm honored that the Father's working uh, working through our group the way that he is. Again, restoredcoaching.org. You can sign up. Thirst, 30% off is your code. I was reading from Isaiah 58 today, and I was reading uh, from the King James Version. Please read that. It will restore your soul. It will put things in order. Order is very important to our kingdom. And if you're not fellowshipping, if you're not fellowshipping and loving people vulnerably, If you're not showing up with vulnerability, which means you show up without pride, without all of your wounds, or show up with your wounds, right? It's in relationship that we are wounded, and it is absolutely in relationship that we are healed. If you are avoiding relationship with the body of Christ or others, and particularly your enemies that you have not attempted to to make peace with according to the order of scripture, then you are living in error and you're missing out on the fellowship that this entire season is about. So please be encouraged. We're not going to get through this thing without each other. And we're certainly not going to get through it in this country without each other and being whole individuals. Amen. When our father says, be ye holy as your, Our Savior says, Be holy as your Father in heaven is holy. Be ye perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. You know what that is? That's whole. W H O L E. And how do you become whole? You take all of your fractured pieces to Father and you stand there like a child. Remember yesterday I discussed you don't enter in other than like a child. You don't enter in the day before my show. You got to come in like a child. Got to come in like a child or you won't even see it. You won't even see the kingdom, much less enter. So let's put on our childlike faith today. Show up with all of our yuck. Cast our cares upon our Lord and Savior because he said he cares for us and get on with it. Love you guys. Have a good day until tomorrow. Be good to your neighbor, beginning in your own mirror. And if you're an American, act like one.